I am recording again. Brian, I apologize that first track was not through the Yeti. It was on the laptop mic. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, we can try to... Re- re- <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. <laughs> Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepypasta. Please. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Posticle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three, two, and a recording. Three, three, we'll do three, 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 three best friends take a curious, wait, no, look, no, shit. Three best friends take a look at the curious curious world world around around us. us. Mm -hmm. You know, I said this thing like 30 times in the mirror before this podcast and I just, you you overthought it. I overthought it. Yeah. I overthunked it. Okay. What do three best friends do? Or two best friends? Well, I mean, you need three to make a shuttle. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Okay, so what did the three best friends do? Uh, And what do I mean by the curious world around us? Well, we like to take a look into movies, music, Mm -hmm. mystery, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. Dabbling in the gruesome, the ghoulish, the grisly, and gnarly. And almost always giving a little tickle tickle to the world of the macabre. (laughs) And on today's episode, well, I'm not really sure what's on today's episode. What do we, what do we got, what do we got going on, Sam? Today's episode features uh, Ross's video roundup for curtains. Curtains. Brian, we somehow got hold of something, something where he he tells us a creepy file. Oh, Ross, you got your hands on a creepy file, right? I do. Okay, so this makes so much more sense. Because I see, all right, I knew Brian was going to be on X, like kind of just, uh, you know, uh, hitting the, hitting the road out on the streets, trying to get some new, uh, creepy files. Um, I got this huge box in the front of my doorstep. Oh, I'm trying to, I got to open. All right. Okay. What is it? It's. It's a, it's like a radio. It's like not a ham radio. It's like one of those old timey radios, like what you'd see in like Wizard of Oz era. Okay, yeah. That's weird. That's, okay. That is weird. Uh, well, well, right. we'll get to hit Ross. How are you? How have you? Oh, been? I'm doing well. I mean, besides getting this mysterious thank you for being here. package. Oh, thank, well, you, thank you for having me. Also, Sam. Yes. Yes. How are you doing? I, I'm, we're going oh, I'm good. Out. I mean, you didn't have more to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm is, good. Yeah, so thank new. you. It's good to be here. I'm. Uh, I've just been hanging out. I'm drinking a Trooper Iron Maiden beer, but it's Day oh. of the Dead theme. That's quite uh, fantastic. Oh, shout BT out to Dubs. Casey. Yes, uh, you can follow Sam at Chuddle the Sam That's on right. Instagram and on Slasher. Uh, That's you right. Can follow me. Ross at Chuddle the Ross mm-hmm. on Instagram and Slasher. And you can follow all of us That's right. on Instagram, yes. Twitter, 
Friendster, yes. MySpace, oh. Yelp, oh. Oh. Welp, oh. Uh, Bumble. Um, yeah. What was the... Who uh, runs all those accounts? And Slasher. Oh, and Slasher. <laughs> and Slasher. And Slasher. Shh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's called marketing. Right. My bad. Um, and that's at Total the Pod. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's weird uh, not having a cohort here and him just mailing us weird objects through the mail. But uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can. I think we can. Well, hey, does that radio work? Okay, hold on. Let me. Um, all right, let me plug it in. Uh huh. Maybe he sent it us like a haunted uh, thing. He sent you a cursed object. He did, of course he would. Of course he would do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chuddleman, and thank you, audience, especially for bearing with us as we deal with uh, me being out in the field and away from the episodes. I hate not being able to be there and, and do this at this point, but we're trying to figure some things out. And while I'm not able to be there, we still wanted to, you know, obviously do what we're doing and try to get us all together on it. So we figured I'd call in to the show, to the audience. I'm not, it's not, you know, I'm not really calling in because we're uh, through a radio. This isn't live to the boys as they're listening to it. They're probably like responding or something to this, but th- I don't know what the hell they're saying uh, back to me. So hey, that's I mean, I fun. Talk anyway, radio. in the field, doing yeah. all this journalism, trying to find out about creepy pastas, urban legends, all that kind of shit that I'm trying to really dive into for you here. But um, I just wanted to pop in and say, you know, things are still, everything's going good. So uh, while I was out here in the field, I actually got to go out and see a resident artist of the podcast, Poppy. I I recently went and did that. So that was a lot of fun. I uh, kind of bombarded the boys with a bunch of videos and some pictures from the show. It was quite the experience, and I had a really good time. I know Drain, I mentioned, was the... uh, first show since you know the pandemic that i've gone to but as much as i enjoyed drain and that was awesome poppy was this like at the other level and other experience where it really felt that energy to be back to a show and that was a lot of fun that was invigorating mm-hmm. and, and yeah, nice well, to uh, like to experience so <laughs> i i've posted some of those pictures on my yeah. instagram so that i don't know if the boys shouted out me already uh if they haven't they'll do it after this and great <laughs> follow me on instagram and you can see some of uh these shows that i've gone to and all these pictures and poppy and drain and anything else that i'm talking about or thinking about i'm gonna try to be a little bit more active there since i'm off here a little bit more but um i think that's pretty much it for me today i i i I got to get back to to my research, diving in. I know I got a segment uh, for you later tonight. I'm not sure when the boys are going to jump over to it, but we do have something else for you. A little kind of, I don't know, a a mini creepy for you to kind of tide you over a little bit. So once again, thank you, audience, so much for, for bearing with us through these these times as we're figuring things out and and hopefully we'll we'll uh, us uh chuddlers will be all together soon again I hope so. doing what we do so thank you i'm going to take it back over to the boys and let them do their thing uh i will talk to you gentlemen later wow what a radio that's, that's it was one hell of a radio 
And so, and it, did it just stop now? It Nothing just stopped. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's still looking menacing. Now that you mention it, now it being a cursed object, it does have a uh, uh, an ambiance of doom. So I oh, appreciate doom ambiance. Doom ambiance. Thanks, Brian, and uh, thank you for the uh, subtle nod that we uh, should do the tie-in to. Uh, you should follow mm-hmm. Brian at. Shuttle the Brian with a Y. Oh, because fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, so if, the more that he's out here, we're going to have to add more to the Y, and then we'll just have to, like, you know, fuck right. it. Why not? But then it has to be just exponentially longer. And then we're going to change his handle to whatever that is. That's right. That's right. So, um,. We who do you want to do? Do you want to do your segment or do you want to? Dude, I'm de- yeah. I I, I tune think into another fun. station. Yeah, <laughs> let's all right. Let's do curtains. Let's do curtains. We'll start off with curtains, uh, and then after curtains, uh, I will kind of fiddle around with this radio and kind of uh, see if I can try to get a creepy pasta out of it. Sounds great. Good. 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 Okay. Uh, so we'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you to those kind sponsors for those kind words of encouragement. We really appreciate all those wonderful things you had to say about us. We're touched. Uh, Next, uh, we're going to Ross. He went back into the recesses of cinema to pull out this movie because um, I don't know why. (laughs) He'll explain it. Uh, Absolutely. Here we have Ross's Video Roundup. Well, hey there, buckaroos. Welcome for another Video Roundup with your pal, Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the casting couch of carnage comes the blood-curdling chaos that is 1983's Curtains. The story of an aging actress who takes her method research a bit too seriously and six women who would do anything for a stab at a lead role. From manhandling mansions to frozen lakes, these women will audition for the role of their lives, or have it taken from them. Dude, this is what I look forward to most now when we record, <laughs> is hearing your synopsis for the movies. <laughs> oh, oh man, dude. This... Okay, so there's this is twofold, the reason why I pick this. Uh, mm. First, uh, I asked Brian what his creepypasta was roughly going to be, and he said, well, it's kind of like this. And I go, oh, there's a scene in a movie that I know that has something close to that, so that would be cohesive. It's not going to be uh, cohesive whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, this movie is not cohesive, so I can't imagine anything really relating to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I will say is because I knew that you and I were going to record um, mm-hmm. this 1983 gem is a Canadian slasher. Oh, you mother. <laughs> no wonder it sucked. <laughs> it's yeah. This movie's got its challenges. I don't know um, why I keep running with that. I love you, Canada. I love Go you, ahead. Canada. PG Dubs. Um, Give me some Tim Hortons and some. Yeah, go ahead. This this movie, this movie, man. um, It is such a wild, weird ride. This movie, I think, clocks in at just 
over an hour and a half, maybe right at an hour and a half. Um, and it still felt like 45 minutes, 30 minutes too long. Like it's, um, it's a slow burn. Mm. Um, but I feel like, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like the burn is not, uh, uh, sustained enough. Although I think there's a difference between a slow burn and like a poorly made movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's interesting about this movie is, um, there's so many interesting things that work for it. Like I love the cinematography of this movie. Like how the movie shot, I thought. Really? Yeah. Like certain scene, like certain uh, setups for lighting and scenes were just super well lighting? done. Lighting? Yeah. As a, I could, I could barely see half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's I think an that's like one of the like worst. Uh, truly, I feel that's one of the worst parts about the movie. I can't believe that's so one of the saving oh, graces for you. No, Sam. Okay, so here's the question though. Did you watch it on YouTube or did you watch it on Amazon? I watched it on Amazon. Okay, so this is what's fucking me up. The free version on YouTube is in high def and they remastered it. The one on Amazon is like it's like it's taken from like they, a, a VHS that you found in your grandmother's basement. Yeah, I would have figured it was how the original cut was. That's oh. funny. So I didn't switch crazy? to YouTube because I was already watching on Amazon and I would have commercials on YouTube also. You pay for no commercials, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So Although I wouldn't like, well, be, yeah. It's going to be the same thing. <laughs> if anything, true. there was probably more commercials if I had to Way do more. I'm probably on yeah. YouTube. Um, but the remastered version of this, I will give it credit. Uh, it is, some of these shots are great. Um, although it really like the, the, the prime. Well, then I missed out on it. Cause I was like, Dude. damn, at least like Phantasm was low budget and like slapped together with some like stuff that doesn't make sense, yeah. but it was like well-made. And I was like, this movie doesn't even have that going for it. I can't tell what's happening half the time. It's dark. No, it's, it is. Is it? A, that is so crazy that that one, I think it's, uh, is it IMDB or something like that? That has it on it through prime. Like that yeah. version is terrible. Like horrible. the first 15, 20 minutes, I, I, I felt like I was watching a horror movie through a blanket with a flashlight where I was just like, <laughs> like I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. So uh, our fellow listeners, um, if you do have a chance to see this, obviously uh, there are tons of, uh, I think the DVD and the Blu-ray and all that fun stuff. Uh, but there is a free version on YouTube that's mm-hmm. there for your watching. And it's really high quality. So um, we get a story of madness, a story of murder and a story of um, a lot of people getting killed that look alike. The biggest <laughs> flaw that I feel that I have with this movie is, and it makes sense. Logically, it makes sense. Still um, bad. <laughs> it's still bad. Still very bad. Um, when Stryker brings all these women to this mansion, they're all auditioning for the same role. So there's minute changes about them, but they generally all look alike. So it's very Especially hard to with distinguish. That, with a low quality version. <laughs> yes. I had no idea who anybody <laughs> fucking was. Nobody was. Yeah, I guess the like the the uh the low like the low fi version would just be like just smearing like just petroleum across yeah, the entire it, screen. You're just if like you had I... trouble telling these actresses apart in the high def version. 
watching it where yeah exactly it's just totally shadows yeah it just you know i thought it was a really interesting choice because i mean obviously these actresses are eclectic enough that um they they all do a pretty decent job of their characters i think the issue is is that this movie is sliced and diced so much that they don't get enough like real airtime between each other that I just have at a certain point in the movie, I'm just very confused on who, which actor some it's shy of their physical attributes as in like one's a ballerina, uh, one's a dancer, right. one's a ice skater. We have like the aging actress uh, who's kind of an alcoholic. We have um, the comedian stand-up comic, yeah. the stand up comic, which honestly, she's my favorite character out of the entire movie. She was awesome. I mean, there's a scene where they do it. So there's a blowjob puppet show halfway through this movie. That's co- that the comedian there does is. that. I was. Yeah. And there is. I There's a, there are certain things in this movie. That I, I can never see thought. It. I can barely see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So. This yeah, this movie is just it's interesting having all of these characters. But what's the flip side of that? What makes this really compelling too is that you honestly have no clue who the killer is through most of this movie. I had no I idea really what was liked. going on at all through like the first forty minutes or however long till we get to our first death. Like yeah, I I actually maybe when they got to Stryker's place, but before then I was like. What the heck am I watching? What is going on? I thought so, I was going to get a movie about an actress who committed herself to an insane asylum to get into the part. And I was yes. like, oh, this could be like an interesting movie where she's tricking people into the... I was like, what is going to happen? And then it, it took a little while for me to even realize I was seeing other characters. Yeah. And just the way it jumped around and left her immediately for the guy making the movie his movie now he's just left her in the asylum and is going to make the movie without her like i don't know it was all very kind of it is i think it's one of the most um (laughs) cinematically i like how a lot of the scenes were set up and shot but because this thing is so pureed that most of these characters don't get enough screen time in one sitting to really give an effective performance like i feel like this thing it was edited in a way that you're just like jumping between all of these different characters yes, and absolutely. as you as you bring up sam i mean the gist of this movie is we have samantha sherwood who is a renowned actress who commits herself to an insane asylum on purpose to method act what an actual insane person would be like for her lover slash partner, uh, which is Jonathan Stryker. And he is the well-renowned uh, d- director. Director, yeah. Yeah, which that whole, yeah, that that that, enti- that entire subplot was just very off-putting to me. Where it's like, oh, that's, this it is just. go, well, I guess it actually did go somewhere, but it, it was. Did there wasn't much going it didn't do much for me but at the end it was like all right i could see right, totally why you did that yeah so as you could probably guess ladies and gentlemen the further that she gets into the insane asylum the crazier she kind of gets and then uh jonathan striker basically just leaves her at the insane asylum and does a casting call for six new actresses at his weird manhandling mansion out in the woods 
Um, this, this character, oh man, dude, fucking Stryker, uh, this is like Weinstein before, no, it's actually 83, wow. so yeah, no, this would be Weinstein yeah. during Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> the director is so gross. I mean, like, I think the pretense of this could have had, I mean, you have this great setup where you have the, our main character, which you would, Samantha, which we're kind of led to believe is the main character, but then kind of just goes all over the fucking place. It's like a great revenge tale because it's like, mm-hmm. it, then that's kind of like you said, Sam, I think that's what I was like leaning more towards. The slasher was interesting. And I think some of the kills were really cool, but it's a mess, man. This movie's kind of a mess. Oh yeah. <laughs> I will give credit where credit is due. The hag masked killer in this movie top five masks probably in a slasher which is insane to me because it's just so misplaced because it's so it's very cool and creepy and off-putting i i mean i yeah i i I don't know where i would put it if i were to rank them but to hear you say that that you know that's saying a lot (laughs) oh totally because it's it's it but it's gross and i think it's so cool yeah because it's um it's so effective. And I think what's really cool, too, is that it does give this androgyny to the character of the hag. I just refer to it as the hag in this movie um, as it kind of goes through because it's a um, it's a character because all the women in this film are the same build that when you see these kill scenes, you really have no context or clue of who is doing the murders, which I think is, it just adds to like the costume, the overly baggy, just the jumpsuit, just the hag mask, and that fucking sickle. Hand sickle is the weirdest combination, but it works. It works so well. It does. Yeah, it plays really well. It's definitely one of the cooler aspects of the movie. It's something that gives it some of its redeeming qualities, which... I don't think it has many, but that is definitely one of them. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This does have a higher kill count than most of the ones we've been reviewing lately. Um, we get eight. We get wow. eight murders in this. I don't think so, I realized it was that many. That's Yeah, there's a whole lot of bodies. And we don't get any for a while, right? No, we really don't. I mean, the like first death that happens... That it's- which is at the at the ho- at the interview ho- or the house where all the actresses are being hosted. It's at. the only one that's not there. She never makes it to the. Perf- she never makes it to the the mansion. It's the dream sequence one, which I thought actually that entire sequence was super fucking cool. Right, uh, you're gonna have to refresh my memory. <laughs> oh no! Well. <laughs> oh well, don't you I, when we get there yeah yeah don't you worry baby we're gonna dive right into it um all right let's yeah dude let's just get into this fucking movie i'm just gonna highlight some really um first wacky and fucking loose as this movie is there are some really fucking great <laughs> there's some really great scenes that i liked a lot first off the curtain segues in this movie are fantastic <laughs> I at first I laughed the first time I saw it I laughed hysterically and then I was like and then they kept doing it I was like I'm more I'm impressed now so they're like swipes like going from shot to shot like if it's the end of a scene going to a new scene yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's a swipe but it's the curtain opening it's like an effect you'd have on iMovie or something (laughs) 
But so. I mean, this is '83. That's big budget stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, we, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, although it looks like it was done in MS Paint, it definitely, it definitely has its got that like yeah, it's got its own little flair to it. It's curtains. You get it? Cause... <laughs> curtains. See. Yeah, so all right, let's just get into Samantha's weird subplot of them going into an asylum to study crazy people. Like, there's method acting. Like, she's surpassing Daniel Day Lewis in like method acting at this point, and it's uh, I don't feel sorry for her ever in this movie because of the dumb choice of like committing herself. You know what I mean? Like unintentionally by the way she's not suffering from anything and they think it's a very funny ruse in the beginning of this film so it's like she's not being committed because she actually has problems she's in she's trying to be an imposter so she can get like like i need the inside scoop on what it is to be crazy and instead of like you know asking psychologists or like watching video you know what i mean she goes i'll just throw myself in an insane asylum for months that sounds Mm. like the best idea well, it it seemed like to me it was supposed to be maybe a weekend or a week, and that uh, that Stryker never came back to get her because if she was just like, oh, I've been pretending, uh, yeah. there's no reason they'd be like, yeah, sure, but... sure, nice story, lady. <laughs> right. That is true. Yeah, they never really go into that. I mean, it could have been a subplot by Jonathan just to dump his partner, mm-hmm. and he really didn't want to cast her because there's this other side thing where Samantha paid. For the rights of this uh to acquire this big movie that movie. everybody's been waiting for him to do for some reason exactly and the character in the play i guess goes crazy and murders her lover and her and someone else who's having the affair with or something like that is that what happens in the play yeah. or in the i had no idea what audra was if they explained it i missed it Well, they bring it up like two seconds in the beginning of the movie where she's like reenacting it with the revolver. Again, not enough information. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just super nutty. Uh, Speaking of super nutty, okay, I do like the I do like the aspect of her going from like faking crazy to actually going full shithouse nuts. I that transition I thought was kind of interesting. Where it's would have been a much better, more interesting movie if it kind of focused on that <laughs> yeah yeah because there's other ones that have focused on that i think one is um was it vincent price madhouse was one where it basically talks about like just being crazy and stuff like that where i feel like that that would have been a more interesting thing uh mm-hmm. than trying to like put the two narratives together um although i will give credit the tv scene where she sees herself acting on the TV in the insane asylum, and then she points herself out, and then all of the other girls in the insane asylum start laughing at her, was super unnerving. Like, it was really weird, because you feel like at the beginning of the laughter, like, they're laughing with her, and then it turns, and they're all just laughing at her. And that was, that was I, I don't know, that entire scene I thought was, like, super effective. Yeah, I did not have that same effect on me. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, these people are, everybody in the same asylum is so crazy that they're just going to laugh maniacally and maniacally. Like pound on things when they see her on TV. <laughs> like, what a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. Ex- Yo, dude, totally. Two seconds. That fucking talent agent is one of my favorite characters in this entire movie because he's such a dick. Where he's talking to the aging actor, the uh, act, the alcoholic actress who's got kind of the uh, shorter, curlier hair. And he's talking with his assistant about trying to get her the interview. That oh, character yeah. 
I didn't know we were on to a different person at this time. They right. all look similar. This is right. so, so yeah. Before we, you know that it's these that we different get a actresses meeting in a house, it's just like cutting in between them without any setup that no. you're going to be seeing the all only these different. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the it only took me a setup. while to realize that. Like, I think it may have been the last. I, I honestly, it may have been when they close to them actually get into the house, where I was like, oh, "Okay, some of these are different people." Totally. And the only indication that you kind of get of this is uh, Samantha gets knocked out or not knocked out. She escapes from the loony bin uh, because in With the vanity, a mysterious friend or something. Yes. Which uh, to the dubbing on this was so ridiculous. Yes. Um, you know how. OK, so the dubbing and the Foley artist. I had an axe to grind with New Year's Evil. Uh, right. This one's knocking at the door, too. There is some fucking ridiculous holy <laughs> shit going on in this thing that was just fucking wackadoo. No, but you're right. Yeah. So the accomplice that, like, gets her out of the loony bin, I don't think they ever address who it is. Like, yeah. ever. And I don't. Like, and they and they don't even show her face. She's just doing this no. weird smoking a cigarette from the side. And then Samantha's burning all of these headshots. So she knows where, who all these girls are. Right. And the only thing I could think of is that the person who got her out of um, the insane asylum had to have been Patty O'Connor, which is the comedian, because the first kill, Amanda, happens at her house. So she hasn't even gotten to the mansion yet, so someone had to have known what the list was. So I'm assuming, yeah. but again, it's so convoluted, you d- there's no answer to that. I'm just making you, shit up. You know, it's <laughs> funny. When you told me burning the uh, headshots just now, I only just realized that those were the headshots of the other actresses. I thought those were all her own headshots that different, were like she different, different styles. styles. Yeah, to show like her versatility. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, again. No idea. No, I mean, you're also watching this through a blanket with a flashlight. So, like, I completely That's understand true, yeah. that version. It's just insane. But, yeah, no. So, she's burning all of these through. So, like, we kind of get uh, – uh, that's the only indication that we're jumping around to the back, quote-unquote, info of all these people before they get to the mansion. Can we fucking talk about the fucking dude in the pantyhose? That whole fucking scene – was crazy but there's a close-up of pantyhose man with his whole oh, nose yeah. smushed up with his beard like his mustache like he's eating it i i don't know what it was caught it in the best light i accidentally paused it right at his face beforehand i laughed for a solid 10 minutes and almost almost peed my pants <laughs> didn't pee my pants almost did one of the funniest things if you have a chance ladies and gentlemen uh, if you're going to watch this, pause it right at that man's face and then use it as your BFF's uh, uh, profile picture when they call or text you because it will c- laughter for years. The situation's terrible, but the it's face is It's a tough hilarious. part. Yeah, it's like setting up like this slasher and I'm like, oh, okay, we're getting a killer or something. And but then that kind of goes on for a while, just him watching her. And I was like, all right, oh my God, the stalking scene. And it wasn't even like normal stalker vision. Like, it's just like it's like bobbing in front of one window. And then it's her just doing a bunch of stuff. 
Yeah, it's just on and on. And then, oh, it's a rape scene. And then, oh, it's actually like a rape fantasy, fantasy scene, scene. And the only... Uh, that is like a role-playing thing. <laughs> Which is it... just insane. Yeah, well, and, and, and the only, only dead he, giveaway... is a two-pump chump, also. He, totally. That the last... Yeah, that, that entire thing was fucking ridiculous. And the only giveaway on that entire thing that I realized was that she put on full blown makeup while in her nut, like in her thing. So she's putting on makeup while she, after getting out of the bath and putting this entire thing on. And I'm like watching it. Oh, this is some weird kink thing. Like nobody, nobody puts full makeup on after getting out of a bath and put going like right before going to bed. <laughs> yeah. But then there's like, all right, well I'm getting like, what is, they say something about getting bored of that. So like they'll do, Oh yeah. The, the, pizza, the pizza burns, guy? pizza guy burns my ass. And like, they just yeah. like, they like role playing, which you know what? That's healthy and good for them, but also a very weird intro to a character synopsis for a film. Like ever. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the fuck was going on with that, but I know it's a Canadian slasher, Sam, but the amount of Canadian dick humor in this fucking scene was outstanding. The amount of dick jokes that happened in this monologue after pre two pump chump, I thought was fantastic. And they even threw in a creepy doll. So that's the creepy doll also threw me off. What the, why the fuck is this doll in this movie? No reason than just being off putting. Is that the same doll that we see later? Yes. Yeah. 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 Why would that doll be there? And because the hag takes it after the first murder. It's so, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's two (laughs) seconds and just like a zip or two. Also, why would you own that doll? Like, there's, like, a Susie P. Pants. This is, like, Susie mental breakdown, like, existential terror face. Well, in a weird never way, it almost se- looks like a little sex doll to me. <laughs> I did not <laughs> like just it. the open mouth. Yeah, oh, my God. That's even more horrifying, Sam. That's <laughs> <laughs> But then oh it's, it's in like the first two kills and then never seen again, right? Uh, no, then like, it's just fucking. It. It's just what, it's just completely uh, like. I was like, okay, like so somehow this doll is gonna have and nope. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's. <laughs> oh my god! So like then we get or actually this I did actually like this scene, but the roadside doll scene that was like. Oh fucked. yeah, and this too. What? So it's what? a it's a nightmare sequence. That's a dream, it's, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she has this entire thing where she's driving on a road. She sees the doll. The doll like bear traps her fucking arm, and then someone gets into a car and just fucking mows her over. And then, boom! She wakes up. It's all a fucking dream. But pump fake that actually leads us to our first kill, and our first kill happens in Amanda's home. Where the hag stabs her repeatedly. And I like the fact that, like, she dies and then she dies again. Where, like, she, it was like this weird, like, omen of her own death. Which I thought mm. was just super. I mean, it has no place in this movie. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> and, it like, only leads you to think the doll has more to do with it, also. <laughs> like, yes. I, no, dude, absolutely. And it totally doesn't. Absolutely no. does not. It's just a doll. So the hag, as I said, uh, she walks out to her living room, I guess. And then, yeah, the hag is just there for no reason. And just knifed repeatedly. Just offed her. Just fucking, just... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Which is also really weird in this movie. Uh, I'm going to touch on this uh, 
now and pretty much all the other kills. There's not a lot of blood in this movie. Also, oh, yeah. like, they're on-screen kills, but very rarely will you actually see someone get stabbed in this. Yeah. Like, you see some stabbing, but not for the amount that's, like, going on in this movie. Um, you do get to see some nice little gut shots for Amanda, and then, um, yeah, uh, she's she's just she's just dead. And then we kind of just... Uh, she did. Yeah, and then uh, we kind of get the abridged version. Man, and then the comedian hits... On a on a kid, although that really that banter in her bug was hilarious. By the way, I think mm-hmm. the comedian girl has the best lines in this entire movie because there's a scene where like this kid's get pumping like her like she's pumping uh, yeah. gas or something is asking for money and then she's like no 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 you're too old to look for fourteen and fifteen year olds. I was like <laughs> yeah. this is like she's like using Groucho Marx because he looks like a child and he's yes. trying to hit on her yeah. yeah exactly but yeah no that was good that was really good and then this kind of leads us into like the introduction scene where all the girls kind of meet dude what the fuck is up with Matthew Matthew is introduced is this the guy in the house yes yeah good great question <laughs> okay so there's a guy okay so Matthew is introduced into this film I guess he's a buddy of Strikers. He just shows up looking like fucking, like, oh, man, double encore Morrissey with, like, or just, like, this weird, oh, man, I, like, some doors look alike. He's got, like, this white shirt that's, like, half unbuttoned, and he just slinks around and then, like, fucking hunches over. He's like, oh, hey. Like, I couldn't see him very well, but it seemed like they he was supposed to be like the male lead that was cast in the movie, and that's why he was there, so that he could like maybe do on, scenes with these girls and scenes he did do, uh, uh, yeah, mostly one, in right? mostly in a jacuzzi, <laughs> um, super late. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's uh, I. You probably nailed it right in the head. I, I didn't. I, I honestly like well, this guy just shows up, kind of like just... a quick thrown away line. Because as soon as he walks in, I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So totally. I was really paying attention to if they explained it. I also, fuck, dude, I love this. Okay, so I'm in. He's in the kill count because there's like a snap scene where he gets like knife drowned in the jacuzzi. But in all extensive purposes, I feel like they threw that in because he just leaves the movie halfway through. Like, there's a scene of him binge drinking, like, what looks like whiskey or vodka, and then he just fucking gets in the snowmobile and drives off out of the movie. Oh, that's right. He throws the bottle. (laughs) I felt like I was watching Grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation, who was just like, all right, I'm out of this movie, and just fucking just walks off set. Mm -hmm. We're going to start a cannibal family. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna do a cannibal family that's totally fine um yeah and then honestly yeah like i said matthew's only purpose in this entire movie was just to have sex in a jacuzzi and then just fucking drive off that's a good part it's, yeah it's fucking, <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what i'm, yeah, you know what I'm saying you get it you get it <laughs> oh my god oh god keeping that same mentality this is where we get the fucking blowjob puppet show blowjob puppet show this earned an immediate one point in my in my scoring was just mm-hmm. off of just off of puppet blowjob innuendo jokes. I felt was it, like that at that point that deserves... is it a hand job? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just got you just got Jim Henson. You got Henson. Okay, so I'm gonna preface this by saying I feel fucking terrible 
uh, that Stryker did this to such a young, vulnerable woman. But Christy, the ice skater, is Mm -hmm. the biggest fucking peeping Tom I've ever... Like, dude, she was eavesdropping on everybody's door in a row. Like, Mm. dude, she... it, It was bizarre to me how much she was doing auditory stalking in those hallways before uh getting whisked away by striker i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) it was it was like dude she's like she gets caught eavesdropping in uh like right outside of uh striker's door or no no sorry this is the blowjob puppet scene is that because she's eavesdropping there and then Mm -hmm. two seconds later she's eavesdropping at Stryker and Samantha's argument about her being locked up in an insane asylum. And I'm like, right. this asshole literally just got caught 30 seconds ago doing the same shit. And then That's just goes back. That's a figure thing. They yes, all, it's, they're they all eavesdroppers. It's a very broad statement about, I don't know if I feel that same. I, I mean, am but I don't know a lot it. of. All right, fine. You heard I'll, me. I'll, I'll, I'll double Canada, I'll, I know you're full of figure skaters and eavesdroppers. <laughs> and eavesdroppers. <laughs> oh man yeah no and like i said and then that leads into like a really like dude if it didn't nail home how much of a big piece of shit striker was this scene definitely is like leading into her bedroom and this woman's like clearly traumatized so you're getting like right off the bat that this entire meetup is a fucking ruse. Like, he's just brought six women to bang them, and he's not going to be hiring any of them. Like, that was the impression I got immediately off of this. Like, just some... I thought he'd hire one of them, but, but yeah, bang all of them for sure. Totally. Which was <laughs> just... he's still got to make a movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Especially since your main actress is, like, actually crazy now. So now we get an entire skating sequence. Not only, we don't get two minutes, like we don't get two seconds Mm. of an ice skating thing. We get an entire routine. Did that, I feel like it clocked in at like five minutes of just her skating to soft rock. Oh, wow. No, I don't think it was, (laughs) it didn't feel that long to me. It, it, It did go on like all the scenes in this tend to do. I will say since this was a day scene, this was one of the few things that like I could kind of see what was going on. What the fuck was going on? <laughs> this was like day in snow with like dead trees, you know, pretty much all white background except for the characters that were in it. Yeah. But um this one is in broad daylight, so it helps immense immensely, immensely. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, I kept we- waiting actually for the boombox that she carried out there to dance to or figure skate whatever yeah i kept waiting for the tape to stop like somebody to press it and her to go check it so exactly i what i was not expecting was the fucking most disturbing doll since chucky that Um, same doll (laughs) that same goddamn doll just buried in the snow but just the weird fucking hand sticking out was just like oh god damn it oh fuck and you know it's the doll like you know it's like uh. oh i couldn't tell that it was a small hand i thought there was gonna be a person there (laughs) just a first and i'm next to a frozen child yeah Uh, i I didn't know it was small i thought it was gonna be like just somebody from she was gonna discover a dead body like maybe it was gonna be that guy i don't know yeah but yes she skates over turns off the boombox sees a hand sticking out of the snow it's this doll and then behind Holy her shit dude in yes. slow motion the hag is skating up slowly in an ice capades of death the hag slow-mo skates 
at Christie, this scene with this scene went on forever. Like everything this was, was so bizarre. Slow. I took a picture and sent it to you. So yeah, that again, why I thought the doll would be involved for some reason, this figure skater picks up the doll and skates away from the hag while holding it the whole time looking back and screaming and this doll is like what three feet tall it's not small no it's not small at all this thing is like the actual size of like a four-year-old yeah exactly it's very very strange i was like why did she bring it with her but i guess she needed it because she throws it at her and like knocks yeah. her down or something. It knocks her down. Yeah, and like throws the um. Yeah, like it. She lobs the head of the doll off, and then yeah, uses it to knock yeah. her down. And then she fucking then she goes off roading. Like she literally like she's still in her skates. She's still in her skates. She gets stabbed yeah. like in the shoulder area, chest area, and then like knocks like kind of knocks her out, uh, ha- the hag out, and then like she's just roaming in the woods. With her fucking skates on. I was oh, like, that's like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously situation. you're running around. Um, and whoopsie-daisy leans against the wrong tree and gets her fucking throat slash decapitated. Yeah. You're not really sure what happens. You don't really see Hag- it, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, Hag pops up behind her, covers her mouth, little hand sickle. I don't know what you call a little small thing like that. Comes around and slices across the throat. But I, I think it cuts. We don't really see anything, right? We just... No, kind it's of just implied. Like, yeah, and like you see it on, but it's not. Yeah, we get a double dose of the hag. Okay, so we're gonna kind of jump past this point. It starts getting fucking bonkers and completely disconjointed. But I will bring up the fact I like this the past ha- disconjointed from here on out. If any, I started to understand <laughs> the movie at this part. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, it's oh man, dude. Like okay, I really like the hag mask scene. So Samantha or Stryker tr- makes Samantha Ugh, put on unsettling. very unsettling. Like this is such a good. This is a really good scene. This is what fucking throws me off about this movie is that like it has these gem moments in it, and this is definitely one of them because it really shows how ruthless fucking Stryker is and how determined Samantha is at the same time. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, dude, it's like just and how so, manipulative Stryker is. He is, and he's such a fu- oh man, what a bastard man. Like, the fucking, the worst. Literally the worst. So bad, in fact, uh, that we get... Dude, what was up with the fucking softcore groping scene? It's like the the uh, the dancer, dancer and then one of the other actresses are just... You think that there's like having, they're having some sort of lesbian sexual exploration on their own. Yeah. And then... Striker pops in and he's like, no, that's not believable. Like, grab it, do it like, like a, a man. man. And you're like, oh, he's like directing the them to do this. What the fuck is going on? Yay, 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 Oh my God, dude. And uh, they're like, I, I was like, oh, okay, so is this going to be the whole rest of the movie? Like, just watching all these women systematically get keep murdered and this guy just being the biggest asshole. That is speaking the best about, movie, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> But just speaking about 180s, holy fucking shit, dude. Can we talk about the head in the toilet? Dude. This was the best. This was the best. So Brooke is waking up. She waking up? She hears something? Like, it was, I don't know what the motivation was was to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then we get this, oh, dude, beautiful fucking pump fake by the, this was shot. That was good, too. Yeah. The fuck, yeah. So you think there's a person behind the shower curtain. And see then, like a silhouette. 
Yeah, like a silhouette kind of go through. And then she opens it up and it's like a bathrobe that kind of just drops down. Um, mm. Fucking misdirection because there's fucking Christie's head in the toilet. And I'm not she talking about... She up the seat and there's a head in the goddamn toilet. I laughed out loud, genuine belly laugh. I myself in the living room, just no one around. I was like, all right, this... This made it worth it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, the head in the toilet is one of the best things in this fucking movie. The, um, and I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about, um, a rubber head. Uh, I'm not even talking about a silicone head with hand-punched hair. I'm talking about the actual actress's head in a giant fake toilet so she's just staring up like a goldfish while there's a loose prosthetic around her head. Like, that was Is so... that what it was? I, dude, it's, I, like, I am, like, 99% sure that That's that was incredible. her actual head just sticking out and they just added it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even better. I love it. It's, it's just fucking ridiculous, dude. Um, I took a and, picture of that. I took a picture of... The ice skater running away holding the big doll, and I took a picture of the head in the toilet. I actually tried to take a screenshot of it, but I guess if you screenshot anything on Amazon streaming, it's a black screen. Oh, what a bunch of jerks. Yeah, so she goes out to fucking, like, scream for Stryker because she just saw a fucking head in a toilet. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) they come back, not there. Just not there, and everyone thinks she's fucking crazy. And, uh, which is weird... Uh, and huge red flags. Um, after hearing that you thought this woman saw uh, another woman's head in a toilet, it didn't stop your heart on, and you decide to sleep with them anyways. That was just fucking super. I mean, obviously, if you're striking, you're gonna you're striking everywhere. This guy is striking mm-hmm. in the bedrooms. He's striking on the floor. He's you can tell this man is striked pretty much everywhere. When in you're this boned house. up, you're boned up. Chuddle's gonna chuddle, you know. Chuddle. Yeah, exactly. And you're just fucking cool. Um, which leads to, oh my god, this was off-putting, but like in all the wrong ways. The uh, Samantha opening the door, and then the "I caught you" banging, and I'm totally cool with it scene. Like the fucking like mm. he looks just that fucking this the smoking the cigarette, just looking at her, and you're just like. Oh, oh, why? Why is why is this a thing? I don't want this to be a thing. We also get in. Oh, God, dude. I don't know because I didn't live in this time. Um, The dancing. Can we talk um, the dance sequence? That's like postmodern dance, like ballet. Yeah, that's uh, or modern dance, not postmodern. I was actually surprised that it wasn't that sort of typical 80s sort of angular arm motions no no pumping this is your shoulders um, and stuff this was this was like a modern interpretive dance type of thing yeah no interpretive no, we, that's a good way interpretive is a really good way of putting that i would have uh, it, uh um this leads into the third death by the way uh this is danced to death um, this woman is doing, oh man, I do, it's something The dance most, macabre. The dance macabre, you say? I would buy it more if she wasn't doing, like, the fucking interpretive mime version of The Running Man. Like, it was just fucking so weird. So weird. 
Uh, and apparently because she was dancing so bad, the hag goes into her room and stabs her off. She holds her mouth. You never actually see her get stabbed. But she just her dancing was so bad, it caused a serial killer to come into her room and just kill her. Just just stop it and help us, the audience, to never see dancing like that again. Well, the, honestly, the be- dancing didn't bother me so much is, again, how long it went on for. I was just like, all right, when's the killer going to come in here and fucking take care of this? Why is everything so lost? For an hour and a half movie, there is so much fluff in this picture. Mm. And it's so weird. We do. Okay. So the, if it wasn't already off the rails, it gets more off the rails because we get into our double header of uh, four and five, uh, which is Brooke and Stryker who have just recently banged, they're by the window, and Samantha comes in and just shoots them to death. Well, um, we don't know it's her at this time. It's at this time, we don't. It's just a hand and a gun. It's just a hand and a gun. But you are like, that's interesting that we had, because if you're have you know watching it with any critical eye, which I don't know why you would be, because it's... <laughs> what what you've been gone through so far but you don't see the cool mask and it's not like a stabbing it's just a hand that comes in with a gun so it is pretty obvious that it's it's totally obvious that yeah i mean realistically it's so obvious that samantha she was literally there five minutes ago looking at him and she was horrified and he said they're going like yeah yeah i did that especially if you know the beginning was essentially that them playing out that scene yes like, uh, but as a as acting it obviously it's like in reality. art imitates life imitates mm. art imitates life yes. uh, but with uh just a bunch of canadians yeah so brooke gets shot see it's weird i thought the bullets were a little more like distributed but in the official kill records Brooke gets shot six times with the revolver. Whoa. And Stryker doesn't get shot, but that son of a bitch fell from a fourth floor window into another window. This doesn't make any sense to me that he flies I couldn't tell out. at all what happened. That was like just some dark shapes. Dude, okay, so he, I'm going to assume, boomerangs, uh, he gets thrown out of the window but has enough force to go back into the first floor and successfully impale himself in a massively huge shard of glass dying on the couch didn't get any of that that's uh, (laughs) i mean i knew he died somehow but um Uh, no that's and it's like but it happens so fast, and then they just cut to it, and there's no explanation. There's no real, like, what the, f- you know, like, what proper, like, what the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Even physics don't match that that one. <laughs> time, time and space doesn't match that. It makes yeah. no sense to me. Explain that to um, science. But we do get to one of the last kills in the movie, which is Terra. Okay, so this is, I'm in all transparency, it's listed that Matt dies by getting knifed slash drowned in the jacuzzi. I don't remember any of that in the cut of the movie I watched. Uh, Me neither, but I haven't remembered some of the things you've brought up. Yeah, so So, uh, viewers, you can yell at me later on in this review, but I do not remember. I, I, I feel like they're fluffing their numbers here. 
because the last thing I thought of fucking Matthew was just fucking zipping out. But we do get Tara's death. But before Tara dies, this prop house barn sequence was fucking one of the coolest. Like, just the cat and mouse in there I thought was great. I like the idea of the propping up of the, uh, was it uh, Lorian, the dancer, is hung up with the other mannequins. And then having, like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, the taxi scene I thought was great. That peekaboo, like, the hag in the back seat, I thought was actually, like, shot fucking awesome. Although it was dark, so I'm pretty sure you just saw it in, like, night vision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of saw... I could tell that the hag was in the back of the taxi, but um, it was pretty much like I saw the taxi roof and whatever else we were supposed to see, the girl that's running away, and the hag. I couldn't really get any of the other details and uh in general yeah i was fine with it i didn't think it was particularly cool or bad it was just it's cool concept to be running through have like a game of cat and mouse in a prop warehouse yeah yeah um but yeah i think probably not being able to see it too well definitely hurt the experience because i really like the um there's the coat pump fake where she puts her coat and everything she was wearing on a mannequin, and then she's hiding in the, this little cubby hole. So the hag goes to stab her in the back, and she, like, fucking drop kicks her and, like, knocks her out for the first time. I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, I haven't seen that in a fucking movie in a really long time. Yeah. I I was very kind of... I figured out what happened there, but I after it all happened, you know, totally. it was again hard for me to tell and then it was one of those things where you're screaming at the character where it's like don't run away go over there and beat the shit out of them like they are down now is your chance that absolutely was her chance and it's uh, the dude the whole hiding in the vent thing like i got and didn't get and as you've coined it so beautifully in the past tara is hiding in a vent and then gets sucked off screen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i get gets sucked a- off screen <laughs> yeah dude sarah got sucked off screen and uh gets impaled in the back with an axe and uh we get the confrontation between samantha and patty the comedian mm-hmm. patty's popping a bottle of champagne she thinks she's got this shit in the bag. She's hanging out, enjoying herself as Samantha comes strolling in and triumphantly says, I just killed Stryker and Brooke. Mm-hmm. To Patty's dismay, because Patty com- confesses that she's murdered everyone else. And she was. <laughs> so she could get the part. So she could the get the part. now is dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then in a huge rage, uh, disembowels Samantha in the kitchen with a knife, which uh, pretty much ends the movie. But they decided well, to add in the asylum shot at the end. Yeah. So it shows Patty in the asylum, kind of just, uh, I guess the, I guess you're supposed to be like, she got caught. And then she's just performing the play to herself. Yeah. So I read from two different sources that the end of the movie was supposed to be her doing her comedy routine in the house with all the bodies that have everyone that she's murdered propped up, which I thought would have been a way better ending. That would have been cooler. Yeah. I did like what, uh, 
a creative choice they made here where I think her first line of stand-up that she does, she actually says it. And then the following ones are just voiceovers. So you realize it's like in her head as it's panning out. And then the rest of them, she's just kind of standing there in front of a, in the insane asylum. Yeah. And the lines keep being said, but she's not saying it anymore. But I think that first one she actually says out loud. I, I don't know. It was just a cool choice. Oh, dude, absolutely. Like, I, I like the fact that it, obviously, like, it opens, not opens, but opens at least with her character and then ties in with kind of the same kind of, like, bit. I do really like that, that fracture of, like, sanity. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of, that's that's the end of the movie. Um, I will go into some t- factoids. Yeah, thank God. Um <laughs> I think a huge issue is that, okay, so the filming of this movie started in 1980, and then apparently the production was, like, riddled with fucking problems. Um, It was shelved over a year. They rewrote it, reshot a bunch of it, and then recast people during this entire time. Uh, And then by this, like, huge clusterfuck, it basically just got schlopped together and thrown out in 1983, just to make a movie wow well uh, 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 makes a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i uh oh actually okay so to one of my favorite characters as well lynn griffin performed that entire stand-up thing that you see in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie um that was in front of a live audience at the yuck yuck in toronto like she she actually did a comedy routine and they just recorded it which i thought was hilarious wow they really love the method acting in this movie It's like, it's, yeah, this is one of those weird ones, man, where, like, I would have been satisfied yet bummed because, like, dude, have you seen the cover of this movie? The cover is awesome. It looks like a death metal album. And then seeing, like, the screenshots of the hag, I feel like they pump fake you into what this movie was supposed to be. And then you get it, and then you kind of just bummed out, to be totally honest with you. Oh, little tidbit, though, is that our killer in this one, Lynn Griffin, uh, was also in a movie that we covered. Really? Yeah. She plays Claire in Black Christmas. Really? Yeah, she plays the girl who gets suffocated and dragged up into the... uh, The girl who's the... The father comes to... Yeah, the stand-up girl. Wow. Yeah, full circle. Oh, whoa, the poster for this is fucking gnarly right yeah and again makes you think the doll has a lot more to do with it <laughs> absolutely yes you think that like a curtains i think it's a killer doll movie or whatever so and this is yeah. um yeah what no a just a fucking nutty film. ride man so yeah. since it's just the, oh you know what before we get into what we think yeah i'm gonna turn this radio back on because i think okay that uh, we may uh, we may have a difference of we may have a different opinion. Hold on. Hello again. I am back to give you uh, kind of guess my take on this film curtains that Ross had us watch. All right. I don't. So here's <laughs> the funny thing. I have no idea what they have been talking about for this segment. Mm, so I is. I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the feelings here. We loved but the it. feeling that I have towards this film is so indifferent. Oh, <laughs> I, I guess that's the best way I could put it. I I oh. I had a hard time watching this one and not 
because it was particularly bad, I I don't think oh, it. I, I thought it was bad. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it was terrible. I think there was something there. There was the the acting was I guess decent enough mm-hmm. yeah, because when he based based it around this plot of they're all a bunch of actors and especially okay, so <laughs> I hope you guys talked about this. So my biggest things about this movie is that I was really fucking confused about the plot. Oh, sometimes. yeah, we definitely covered that. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And I'm going to be honest. This was another one where I, well, not necessarily another one, but I had to watch this in spurts because a, I was doing it, but in, in, while I was commuting, which I've done with plenty before. And I, that doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. take away my enjoyment of the film, but usually when I've gone back to some of those other films, when I've had to take a pause for a second, I was excited at least to get back to them for some reason. I just fucking extended the time between <laughs> when I wanted to get back to watch this. There's a one point where I turned the movie on to watch it, and then I just stopped because I was immediately already doing something else. And I was like, shit, I'm supposed to actively, I'm supposed to watch this. <laughs> and I couldn't. All that being said, I mean, the deaths weren't that interesting to me because. No. I'm going to go back to, again, I kept losing focus with this movie, and I was so... There was a lot going on with it. It was stylistically, they were trying to make a lot of choices. Plot-wise, they were trying to make a lot of choices. They threw a lot into this movie, and I don't know if it necessarily worked. In my opinion, it did not. I... I'm going to go ahead and assume you guys agree that this is kind of just this weird riot of a movie (laughs) we'll Mm -hmm. say things are just thrown around everywhere and i think on top of the fact that these these are actors like portrayed as you know the characters are actors in the movie they're very dramatic so it's just i was not i didn't care i didn't care about them i didn't care about their their deaths I lost, I, 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 like I said, I was confused a lot of the time during this movie. If I was going to kind of rate this, I'm realistically going to give this probably, I don't know. This is where I've been struggling because I don't feel like it's as bad as a movie as some of the things we watched in some of the lower um, scores that I've given. But I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> so I'm probably going to sit it at... Fuck, I'm going to sit it at a 1.5. Why not? 1.5. I think I've given some other stuff that I've definitely gone lower (laughs) before. But, I mean, this. some people might enjoy this for some reason or another. But I think it's just solidly something that can be forgotten about. And there's no real reason to remember it. (laughs) I'm sure there is some... There's, like, a cult following for any of these types of movies. But I was just so fucking lost by it. I... (laughs) I don't even know. They kept saying that this the film Audra, I guess, is what they're going to be auditioning yes. for. And then there was the, the mask, the mask, which I, cool. I, right I wish I could have been around for your discussion on this because I just had so many questions. And I, I, I'm going to get those questions answered when I listen to what you, uh, gentlemen, said about this. So that's what I'm going to do. 1.5. Why not? We're just going to put uh-huh. it there. Uh, for tonight. So I, I, oh. I hope that kind of rounds into what you guys said, and I'm going to take it back to you. I'm going to take it back to you. 
Back to you in the studio. Back to you, gentlemen, in the studio. Okay. Oh, fuck. It is cursed. Oh, God. You thought you could escape from me? Fuck! <laughs> oh. Oh, oh God, God damn it. Well, now I'm concerned. See, now, I wish this was a ham radio, because at least I could talk to you back at him. This is an old-timey radio. I can't talk to him. You're fucked. Good luck, Ross. Great. I guess I'll give my rating next. I feel like you usually go last. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Mostly forgettable. There were a few <laughs> moments worth remembering, like the head in the toilet, and I thought it was ridiculous with her running away carrying the doll. Let's just, I'm going to jump straight to the rating since we already got to talk about it. Uh, let's see here. My fingers, recommendable. No, no fingers coming off for recommendable. <laughs> Rewatchable. No, I can't imagine ever watching this again. Yeah. I, I'm not against it, but I would never choose to. So no fingers there either. What else we got? T-shirtable. I'll actually give it half a finger for T-shirtable. For the character design of the the mask, that yeah. was that's cool. Um, but I certainly don't like enough to like it enough to wear it on a shirt. So that's why it just gets the half a finger. Uh, what are the other fingers? And the last one's the shuttle. I'll give it a half a shuttle because I do think it. I don't know if it'd be fun with friends. I feel like that once the killing starts, it could be fun with friends. But before then. It's such a mess. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if you could get through that through it. Um, <laughs> it's an experience. It's a gauntlet. Yeah. What are my fingers? Oh, quotable. Did I say quotable already? I don't think I did. I don't think so. No. This is this whole movie's got you flibber flabbered. Yeah. Well, there's certainly no quotes in it that I remember, so we'll take that away as well, which leaves us at a one. Ooh. And I'm comfortable with that. I could, yeah. I guess, bump it up to a 1.5, but uh, it's a 1. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm going to give this movie, yeah, not think, I know. I'm going to give this movie a 3. Now, the reason why I'm giving this movie a 3, we've got top tier, high shelf, back of the bar, Canadian dick jokes. We've got... Like, you're, one I don't of, even remember them. Oh, I mean, well, they're just a flip, dude. Between the, the, you got a blowjob puppet show that speaks for blowjob itself. Puppet show, sure. You know, and you've got, and then the just what's his name, pantyhose guy. He had a like, he had like five or six at rapid fire. It was fantastic. One of the coolest mask designs for a slasher during the eighties. Again, top five. I wouldn't necessarily. It's like the best, but one of the best because uh, it's so fucking off putting. And some of these scenes just work for me, man. Like some of them, I know they shouldn't, but they do. But it's all over the fucking place. And I would so recommend. You think like, this movie is better than average? Yeah, honestly. Uh, but I'm like, I'm a sucker for like special effects. <laughs> so like, the mask to me like makes up for it. Like, I would watch this again just to see the hag mask and kind of like this the slasher aspect of it. You know what I mean? Just to see those scenes again, just because he it's just a good character design. Um, but would I want to sit down for an hour and a half? No hour and a half movie should make me feel like I sat there for 45 minutes too long. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I would, I guess, maybe I could bump it up to a 1.5 because if it was 
with friends and I could skip the first half or however <laughs> long till the killing starts, I would be down. Totally. But yeah. uh, before then, it's just, it's tough. It, yeah. No, it is. It is tough. And yeah, I think a lack I, of interest, which Brian showed, is worse than being bad. Personally. No, it's a lot of, I have a lot of friends that have seen this. It's just incredibly indifferent to the movie where it's like, oh, it's like if you have a list of like, if you've seen most slasher films from the 80s and you haven't seen this, it's like, okay, it's just I'm getting it done to get it done. Not to, right. not you're not sitting there for the rich uh, amazingness that is this movie, but it does have some really good stuff. Again, it's not the worst out there from the 80s slasher genre. It is definitely not the best. It's got this, I believe it's probably the production and post-production from hell uh but mm-hmm. yeah enjoy i'm it, officially maybe. gonna bump it up to a one five because i think i gave texas chainsaw next generation a one yeah and willie's wonderland a point five <laughs> so it's definitely i i it was definitely, so it's a texas wonderland for you yeah yeah it's it's definitely better than both of those so we'll kick it up to a one five why not perfect well i think on that note we're going to uh, hear a word from our sponsors as we fiddle around with this radio a little more and uh, see if we can get something creepy spun up. And we're back. I've been uh, I've been futzing around with this thing. I think uh, I think I've got something, Sam. You want to uh, you want you want to check this out with me? Oh, you got another thing on the creep radio? Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. Let's yeah, let's see if you can pick anything up. Hello, my gentlemen. Thank you for having me back here once again. As you heard last time, I am out here in the field, and yet I am still here in the field, not back quite in the uh, the uh, home studio mm. to do a normal uh-huh. podcast with everyone. So while I am out here searching for the best creepypastas and urban legends and you know cryptids and and all the such, I'm just I'm going all around, but definitely not in Bolivia, and uh-huh. I want to find the best. Uh, for mm-hmm. you all out there. So in the meantime, I am going to give you a fun little, uh, a mini, a mini creepy for you all. So it's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we dive into the story of Enora Petrova. Now, this story is written in the form of an email. So it starts with two, you know, gives a subject and then goes into it. And that's, that's what the creepypasta is. And as we go through and explain, there's kind of one um, other source material for this to kind of to back up the story. Now, from what I could tell, this uh, roughly popped in around 2014. So it's um, coming up, you know, eight years or so old now. And uh, here, here we go. And it gives a uh, email address that's kind of, you know, bleeped out a little bit. Subject, Bree, please read this. Bree, don't delete this. I know you hate me, but we were best friends once, and I need you to read this. I think I'm in serious trouble, and there's nothing you can do. But I need you to read this so you understand. I know we haven't talked since sectionals it's been forever but what happened to you wasn't my fault 
At least it wasn't entirely my fault. It was. It was I know fault. everyone thinks it was, but I would never do anything to hurt you. This is going to sound crazy, but I need to tell you this so that someone knows. It all started when we were in eighth grade. It was the night before the Crystal Classic competition. I was at home and I couldn't sleep because I was so nervous about competing. Well, I got on the computer, just sort of surfing the web and stuff, but I couldn't concentrate on anything. I was just sitting there, so I googled myself. I never should have done that, Bree. At first, it was all the usual stuff you find when you Google yourself. Then I found a link to a Wikipedia page about me. I thought our club or my dad made it or something. There wasn't much there. Just some basic facts about skating. What city I lived in. But the thing that got me was that it said I won that year's Crystal Classic. I laughed. I thought for sure someone just did it to encourage me. I confronted my dad about it, but he denied it. Weird. When I won the competition the next day, I was so happy. That was the first competition I had ever won, and it felt so good. Remember how hard I worked after that? That's when my parents hired Sergi to coach me. You know how much that must have cost. After that, I would check my page before every competition. It would always tell the result of how I placed. It said I would win the regionals at 15, and it all came true. After that, Sergi convinced my mom and my dad that I had a real shot at the Olympics. That's when they pulled me from school. I skated every day, but I wasn't progressing the way Sergi said I needed to if I wanted a shot at the championship. I was working so hard and I was skating well, but Sergi said it wasn't good enough. When the sectionals Sergi came, like all I could think about was winning. So I did something I shouldn't have. Everyone was saying that you were the favorite, and I felt like I had already lost the competition. So I made a Wikipedia account and tried to update my page to say that I was the winner. The thing is that after I tried to update the page, I checked it. And all it said was, Enora Petrova is a selfish little bitch who is going to get what she deserves. Oof. I broke down. That's why I looked so awful the next day. I was in a daze. I remember watching your routine and seeing the blade snap. And the next thing I know, I was on the ground and my face was covered in blood from where the tip flew off and sliced my forehead. Then they told me it was my fault because I had your skates in my possession earlier. Bree, I honestly didn't do anything to your skates. I wanted to win, but I wouldn't do anything to hurt you. When they told me I was banned from any further competitions, everyone said that I got what I deserved. Nobody even asked for my side of the story. I guess you heard that Sergi dropped me after that. He said that I ruined him. No one would talk to me. Do you know what it's like to be ostracized by everyone? I couldn't even get ice time, and then the page got worse. Anytime I check it, it would say all these horrible things about me. I can't even tell you half of them. The language was so vile. 
I'd cry every time I read it. But I couldn't stop checking it. I knew I had to do something. So I made a complaint to Wikipedia. I even tried calling them. But no one there claimed to know anything about the page. I was home alone that Friday night and I decided to check to see if it had been taken down. The page was still there. Only this time it said, Enora Petrova is a pathetic little orphan. Ooh. I freaked. Ooh. I kept calling my parents to warn them. But every time I'd call, all I would hear was this horrible laughter on the other end. I must have called them a hundred times until I couldn't take the sound of the laughing anymore. After the accident, the police gave me their phones. There wasn't any record of my calls that night. I was so devastated. Before that, I was so busy training all day and doing homeschool, I never realized just how alone I had been the whole time. I know you tried to reach out, but I was so depressed and angry, I just shut everything out. Once I turned 18 and got the settlement money from the court, I came to Switzerland. I got to reinvent myself. My skating really took off. It hasn't been a year, and I feel like everything that happened was so long ago. That's why I shouldn't have done it, Bree. I'm writing you now from an old hotel outside of Prague. I'm auditioning for the ice circus tomorrow. I know it's the kind of thing we used to make fun of, but I really want this. I was really feeling nervous, and out of an old habit, I checked my page. It's so hard to say this, but when I check the page to see if I'd get the job tomorrow, all it says is, Enora Petrova died friendless and alone. And it has today's date listed as the date of my death. I'm sobbing so hard. I can barely type this. But I wanted you to know the truth. Please believe me, Bree. I attached a screenshot of the page so you'll believe me. It's all there, just as I told you. I don't know what to do. I don't know anyone here, and nobody speaks English. I keep refreshing the page. God, it's been forever. I keep refreshing, but it still hasn't changed. I'm waiting for midnight. I don't know what to do, so I locked myself in my room. There's only a few minutes to midnight now. All I can do is refresh the page. I'm exhausted, but I can't stop. I'm afraid to leave the computer until I know what happens next. And that is the story of Enora Petrova. This is a, uh, a fun Ooh. little one that has, you know, uh, there is a Wikipedia page that you can look at for it that uh, kind of shows what she was talking about here. And, and that's when our story just ends. So I guess the uh, Wikipedia page came true after all. Oh. Nobody has since heard from Enora Petrova. I gotta go check promo. So I hope you, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, I'm gonna get back out to my my work out in the field here, doing hard hitting, real heavy investigative journalism here. I'm gonna get you like the the hottest off the presses. Is this shit real? Who knows? We're gonna fucking dig into it on our next creepy pasta. So until then, I'm gonna kick it off back to the boys in our virtual. Chuttle Studio. <laughs> They're going to bring you the rest of this episode here, and uh, they'll 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 take it away. So there you have it. Take it away, Chuttleman. 
Wow, that was some hard-hitting journalism right there. Yeah, oh my god. Could you imagine having a Wikipedia page that would... I don't know. Is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy if she sees it and then it... You know what I mean? Like Right. I, I don't know. Do you think it was... Re- do you think it's real? Uh, <laughs> I m- remember I'm... 100% molder. So yes, everything is real. Sure. I don't think it's real. <laughs> but I like it. It's fun. It actually se- for whatever reason it really seems like it could have been an Are You Afraid of the Dark to me. It's yes. got that like flavor to mm-hmm. it. If you know, you sort of strung it out to make it a full thing. Or like a um or like a new Twilight Zone. If you tweak it a little bit, like it's got that weird, like mm-hmm. this kind of reminds me of host on shutter. It was like, they're doing like the seance online, but each one of them starts getting murdered. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Something about in, impending internet doom. Impending internet doom. I like it. Doom so that me. was, that was the tie in with the movie was the figure skater. There was a figure skating scene in, the, in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's the only connecting thing. Okay, I didn't know if it was. Yeah, I think I'm glad it's not like. Uh, I don't know. Actually, a head in a toilet would have been great. I'm glad it's just not like convoluted nonsense, and that's what it has in common. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, as long as. Mm. So now I'm just going to start looking at my own Wikipedia page. I don't have one, and please don't make one, or else I'm going to have, I'm going to start having panic attacks. Well, done. I can't, yeah. (laughs) Done. It's fucking done. Oh, man. Well, do you have anything to add on uh, Anora Petrova? No, just what a, what a hard, yeah, what what an off-putting, terrible email. I mean, I'm just impressed that she was doing this entire narrative and just counting down in the email. When was the email sent? Had it been at like 11.59, because at midnight she was dead. Turned to ghost. (laughs) That's what I say instead of dying. That's when they turned into a ghost. That's what, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh you mean the ghost realm perfect mm-hmm. sorry i can't come to school monday my oh, grandma ghost. turned into a ghost <laughs> i got turned into a ghost <laughs> all right well um i think we'll take another short break and come back with some would you rathers does that sound good you got a would you rather ross or some sort of question yeah i think yeah i think the radio does too Ooh. all right well let's Go take care of it. Let's pay some bills with these ads. And we're back. We are back. Yeah. Wow. What a uh, what a fun ride this episode has been. I I lost. I didn't hear what you Did said. Hear it at all? I said what a fun ride this episode mm-hmm. has been. It has been interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully this is, uh, not as much of a mess as the movie we watched. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. This is uh I think we're off the rails, but in an entire more of an endearing way. Ah, oh, good. That's what that's the type of off the rails I go for. <laughs> so uh now is the point in the podcast where we have our little question games. Uh Ross, do you yeah. have anything for you and me? <laughs> Absolutely. I have a really stupid one. Here we go. Right. Would you rather have a dog? That looks like a baby, or a baby that looks like a dog? I think a baby that looks like a dog. 
because okay. it just looks like a dog to other people as well. So if you're put your baby on a your dog on a leash, just what the way you would treat a dog, even though it looks like a baby <laughs> in public, is not gonna fly well. No. Um, the no. whole like no bad maybe you can't put a baby <laughs> on you can't put it in a baby on a leash. Right, walking around yeah. the neighborhood, taking take shit. That <laughs> take it to shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. the the way you scold it. I mean, take it to a playground. All of these things. There's just uh, it'd be yeah. hard to get away with it. But how do you get the dog baby, as in like the the baby that looks like a dog, to school? I, I mean, I guess you. I technically. Well, you don't have need to, to. It's a dog. Yeah. No, but it's a baby. Oh, the baby that looks like a dog. The baby that looks like a dog. Like eventually school. I mean, I guess you could homeschool it. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know how the <laughs> the <laughs> the maturation process would go. Totally. When you're would still it be like, just in a dog body the whole time. I was gonna say, is it like dog years? I mean, w- oh my god, would it be like every year is seven years? So you just have a seven year old and a fourteen year old, and then yes. Yeah, exponential. I mean, all those like growth goals and the benchmarks. Is yeah. that what we look out for with our kids? Yeah, if we have any, Something if we like have that. any dog babies uh, listening in, let us know what the aging process. How, yeah, what your education was like, aging process, all that stuff. Yeah. Shout out to the dog babies. Woof woof. Did you t- say that you had something on that radio of yours? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah. Thank you, Chuddleman. I'm going to do this real quick for you, and then i got to get running. i got a would you rather from Reddit, as I usually do. So would you rather never have to sleep or never have to brush your teeth? You can sleep normally if you want to, and your teeth will always be healthy if you choose the, the teeth one. I don't know what you boys are choosing. I have a feeling I do, but I'm going to have to go with never have to sleep. I can brush my teeth. If, if the brushing one would, like, repair maybe past damage of teeth, I don't know. Maybe I would think that, <laughs> but but I think never having to sleep, but still sleeping, and I guess being able to would be would be okay. So I'm gonna kick it off back to you guys because oh shit! It's Teddy's spaghetti. You can keep on running, and I'll find you. <laughs> wow, sounds Wait. like he's in a pickle, a oblivion pickle. Oh, yeah. he was yeah, he's in a oblivion pickle. Did did he just say? Don't say it oh, again. Oh no! Well, I guess you could do it one more time. But let's let's we let's know not, who we're talking about. We know who we're talking. About. Yes, okay. he did. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. He's terrible. getting himself in trouble, that boy. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Um. So never sleep again. But he says you could sleep again. I feel like you have the option if you want. You can sleep, but it's not a necessity. Like you can just turn off. I guess. Uh, well, then I. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That's tough. Are you tired? Do you still get tired? Like, you know what I mean? You you don't have to. I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm more inclined to go to the teeth one to not because I wouldn't want to brush my teeth, but because they would never get any worse than the condition they're in right now yeah. is, is something that I sounds like a great promise. <laughs> totally. I mean, but oh man, that's so tough, though, because like imagine the shit you can get done if you didn't ever ever sleep again. Well, if you don't sleep, are you going to have that energy to do stuff? I'm going to be under the assumption like you're tired because your body needs to sleep. So if you don't need to sleep, I don't think you'll ever feel tired. I mean, you could be physically exerted, you know what I mean? But I don't Mm -hmm. think like, like men, like, or 
Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't be, like, sleepy tired. So, like, exhausted or, like, mentally drained would be something. But, like, the actual being, like, tired, tired would, would probably never happen again. Maybe. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I think I'm actually... I Well, I'm going teeth. Because I'd like to protect my teeth the way they are now in perpetuity. And I already sleep. Um, so, no changes. Just wait. There. Just I don't know wait. how much... Yeah. I don't know how much more I'm going to accomplish by staying awake. I don't even do enough in my current awake time. That's Oh, that's so true. I probably just... Uh... Yeah, maybe I'm going to do teeth because you make a really good point. Even if I have more hours, I might just dick off for more hours. Like, it doesn't necessarily, like, productivity doesn't necessarily mean, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, well, it's... wait, great, so I can, like, fucking waste more time? <laughs> like... Right. <laughs> you know what? Against all my better nature, I'm going with teeth. Uh, take that, Brian. Waka waka. <laughs> We're going to have nice uh, teeth while you're going to be awake with no teeth. <laughs> Sam, do you have one? Uh, I was going to pull one from Reddit if uh, the old Rybrand had not, but since he did, I'm going to come up with one on the spot. Would you rather sit on a toilet that was made of... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you got to finish it now. You got to finish it. You started it. You got to finish it. Humans or dogs? Wait, 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 wait. Like you're saying, okay, so eight. Toilet is made of human pieces, pieces of human, pieces of dog. Pieces, okay, so we have a toilet made of human body parts. Yes. Or (laughs) a toilet made of dog body parts? Or are we talking about a person... Who's just a human toilet? Like, a, like if it's like an anamorph. Uh, like Larry. Like, no. Like yeah. Okay, and then like a dog, like a dog that's just a, also a toilet. <laughs> it's also a toilet. It's just a dog I shit on. <laughs> am I shit? Yeah. Am I shitting on a person or a dog? That's just my <laughs> shit dog. Are you gonna have one dog for pooping on and one dog for peeing on? <laughs> doggy. We do both. We doggy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. No, yeah. what kind parts. of Gigi Allen shit is that? I don't know. You want? I came up with it on the spot. You wanted me to finish my <laughs> where I was going, it's, and no, it's good. Now no, it's perfect. that's what we have. That's okay. The, we're, hey, you know I'd what? probably go human. Yeah. Um. If I had to poop, yeah, yeah. Um. No. You know what? I'm going. I'm going with dogs because it's like you like you put your butt down it's just on like a shag carpet you know what i mean it's everything's furry i don't know if i i don't know if skin on skin contact on my butt is gonna i'll say i'd rather be skin on skin than on the fur (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely going to be a clip (laughs) (laughs) uh all right i respect that wow brian maybe well never mind you want to be able to be on your expedition and answer that <laughs> but <laughs> here we are here we are um well this has been this is it's been great real fun recording it's been with real you. fun yeah it's been really fun recording with you um i'm so glad that we have this uh radio maybe it's gonna turn into a boom box next episode uh thing that we can contact brian with i, I like this i like this i hope he's okay it seems that uh 
I think it might be some interdimensional. I don't know what's going on. There's definitely a uh, Theodore pasta problem. <laughs> oh, I. Oh no! Did you hear that? I did hear that. I don't like that at all. I think we should. I let's let's wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Follow yeah. us on all the things you follow us on. Shuttle the pod. Shuttle the Brian. Shuttle the Ross. Shuttle the Sam. In the meantime... The shuttle, yeah. the true shuttlers, the true, true, true shuttlers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it might work out. I mean, I'm just holding a bunch of tapes, and we're just playing tapes. But I feel that the radio kind of sells more of a. Wait, is it still on? <laughs>